Good morning, everyone. This is Julian Palumbo and Spirit with us. And I have a message today um, that the Lord just gave me yesterday so powerfully. And um, I'm very excited and happy to bring it to you today. And this one is about anxiety and panic attacks, I believe would fall in the same category. First of all, I want to say anxiety, recognize the attack of anxiety. Either it's kind of with you all the time, or you may feel okay in between spells of it. And it might just jump upon you unexpectedly throughout the day. Or maybe you don't have it for a few days and then all of a sudden it comes back. So however way you're experiencing anxiety um, or, pa or panic attack, and even depression can fall in this category because depression is another um, expression of, well, it can come from anger that's buried and it can come from fear that's buried. So let's look at that as well. Anxiety, recognize its attack, that it's not you. First of all, let's not internalize and accept because that's the number one lie of the enemy. That this anxiety, it's coming from you. It's coming from something that's wrong with you. And it's somehow something that you're, you have a fault, even some uh, doctors might call it an, a disease or a, um, not a disease, but a condition that's, that you have, quote unquote. And that is why society is rampant with it today. And we'll get back to that idea in a second. So this is a trick of the enemy. That's how we're going to look at it. Not the way the world looks at it, but the way scripture looks at it. The eternal everlasting Bible, word of God, deals with everything we ever need to know. And it definitely deals with anxiety, fear, and depression. What we need to think of instead is attack it. When you get attacked, attack back. Take your power. Pastor Wynne Worley from Hedgewich Baptist Church, he was famous for saying, attack, attack, attack. And sometimes that's all we need is to be reminded to be the attacker, to be the powerful one, to attack back. So, now some with anxiety may need deliverance. And I think if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you're familiar with what I mean by that. That means that it, uh, for those of you who are listening for the first time or don't know, if you need deliverance, don't, that's not a put down or condescend or condescending in any way. No, we mostly all of us need deliverance at some point or another. And most of us don't get out of this life uh, without some barnacles being attached to us. And what I mean by that is 
you can think of the way the barnacles accumulate on a, the underneath side of a boat. They're there even if you don't see them. And every once in a while, you have to take that boat out of the water and scrape those barnacles off. Well, as we Christians go through life, and as you come to the Lord as a new Christian, yes, you're going to have some barnacles which equal demons, either influencing you, attaching you to you, following you around. Now, it does not mean possession. That's the Hollywood movie uh, concept. And that is very, it's not very rare, but it, it's more rare than um, just having attachments and demons that feel they have a right to follow you around and influence you constantly. But they don't own you. They don't own your spirit. They don't own your mind. They don't own your body. But that does happen to some people. And it's not as rare as you may think. But back to this anxiety problem. The problem that so many people have a doctor for, have a psychiatrist or a counselor of some sort, psychotherapist, um, for, and they usually have medication and a prescription for. That's so common today. And if it's not on a permanent basis, people sometimes go back and forth on their meds, off their meds. Whenever it gets bad, they go back on the meds. And um, I'm going to tell you why today. If you're a Christian and you have the faith that you do not need medication, and how do I know? Because I had to go through it. When I was going through a very painful marriage, a very abusive marriage, and the subsequent running away, finally getting away from that spouse and uh, starting a new life, oh yeah, I had anxiety like you wouldn't believe. And I did have the attacks. I had the ups and downs. And I know how it feels. And it feels horrible. And it's it's incapacitating. Yes, I know. It's incapacitating. And that's, I believe, why God is letting me speak about it. Because I can speak from that point of view. That I've been there, done that. And I have the victory in Jesus. Hallelujah. And without medication. So back to uh, my notes here. Um, now I, we were speaking about some may need deliverance. And definitely if you are experiencing this kind of anxiety and attacks of anxiety, I would say that you need it, deliverance because the demons that cause anxiety, fear, depression, um, and all its um, add-ons, if you want to look at it that way, are have their attachments on you, like the barnacles on the bottom of the boat. And we are going to scrape them off in the name of Jesus Christ. We're going to get rid of them, and, and uh, we're not putting up with that. We're taking our power back. So if you need deliverance, and I would say you do if you have anxiety, 
and you don't have anyone who believes in deliverance or who um, knows how to do it, if you don't have a pastor or a knowledgeable Christian friend who knows how to pray for this, then you can do self-deliverance. And that's what I had to do because there's precious few people in, in this day and time that understand it and know how to do it. That's why I did a podcast. And if you scroll back in my list of podcasts, you'll find the one that's titled Self-Deliverance. And there, that will give you full instructions on how to do it. If you have any questions, you can um, email me at spiritwithus@protonmail.com, and I will gladly answer those questions because I want you to do it correctly. And I want you to do it um, safely. And there's no need to fear if you do it in Christ. And scripturally, biblically. So, but listen to that whole podcast on how to do it. And then do it. Do it. Take up your arms. Take up your, um, your take up the battle. And you will quickly crush the enemy. You will be surprised. So if you keep get, getting anxiety and panic attacks, which are <clears throat> offshoots of fear, the, the basic thing is fear, um, and you especially are getting them for no reason that you can put your finger on, they just come, come whenever. Um, scripture teaches that fear is a spirit, okay? And there's that famous verse, the Lord has not given us the spirit of fear. See how scripture called it a spirit? The spirit of fear. But of power, love, and the sound mind. The Lord has not given us the spirit of fear. But, and you can put in, but the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. So, isn't power, love, and a sound mind the exact opposite of what you feel when you're having an anxiety attack? When you feel that horrible feeling of anxiety? Uh, yeah, it is. It's the exact opposite. The last thing you feel like is powerful. The last thing you feel like is loved and loving. And you don't feel loved at that moment. And a sound mind. What is a sound mind? It's a calm, powerful, relaxed, and um, secure, secure mind. You don't, you don't feel secure at that moment. No, you don't. You, you want security more than anything at that moment, but you don't have it, do you? So, <clears throat> Scripture teaches that fear is a spirit. Treat it like that and you will have victory over it. Now, if a doctor gets a diagnosis wrong, say a person goes into a doctor and he runs some tests and he says, okay, you have XYZ disease. <laughs> and then he gives the person a treatment for XYZ disease. Well, if, if the doctor's wrong and the person doesn't have XYZ disease, then the treatment's wrong 
And the treatment is either going to do nothing, no good at all, or it might even do some harm. So you don't get better. So what if you say, what if you have now in the real life here, I'm, I'm building a case here. So bear with me. Um, what if you do have symptoms today in the real world? Say you have high blood pressure. You maybe you um, ha are battling with overeating, and maybe you are you want to sleep all the time to escape, or maybe you can't sleep at all. You have anxiety. You have um, insomnia from your anxiety. Some people escape into sleep. Some people can't sleep. Um, these are just a few of the symptoms that can spring from a deeper cause, which is fear. Fear is the root, the strong man. And the offshoots of fear are anxiety, panic de attacks, depression, and um, the things we were speaking of earlier. So... You're looking to go, you're looking to say you're a person with high blood pressure and you're looking to get treatment for that. Well, what if you are having high blood pressure because you're walking around anxious all the time? The anxiety is pumping out the adrenaline, the cortisol, and it's constricting your blood vessels all the time. So naturally your, your blood pressure is going to go up. Well, all you really know when you go to the doctor is that you have high blood pressure. So you get some pills for that. And, and you just, the, that medication is horrible for you, by the way. And it has terrible side effects of its own. And what a mess now. Now you've got more problems. <clears throat> That's why it's so important, if at all possible, to treat things spiritually. Get at the root 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 cause dig down 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 to the tentacles and the roots of your of this problem ask yourself if a symptom you're having is your whole problem or could it be just a symptom of a deeper problem and today we're talking about anxiety so these ones i've mentioned blood high blood pressure overeating for comfort and escape which let's face it we're all tempted to do sometimes and falling asleep or hiding in sleep from your problems, from the pain, from the anxiety, which is torturous. And the Bible also says, fear hath torment. Oh yeah, fear, anxiety, anxiousness, nervousness is tormenting. And you do want to hide from it. You do want to escape that pain. So... Some people do overeat. Some people drink too much and uh, thereby get another problem. So let's get to the root cause. If you cure the root cause, you cure all the symptoms at the same time coming from it. Hallelujah. You, <clears throat> you don't even have to know how to do it exactly right. But because Jesus will be with you and Jesus knows. And you're going to depend and lean on him. He'll prompt you by his spirit what to say, 
when you do self-deliverance. And that's what I'm asking you to do. And when, without making this podcast too long, I do include um, all the steps you need to take leading up to your self-deliverance and the actual steps to take to do self-deliverance in that podcast. And um, I recommend that you um, please listen to that if you do have an anxiety, fear, depression, or any of these other things, high blood pressure, overeating, um, over drinking, <laughs> alcohol, um, these things that can stem from fear, from anxiety. And you, you know, deep, deep in yourself, you know where they're coming from. If you eat to escape, if you eat to self-comfort, to self-medicate, if you drink to, to comfort and self-medicate, escape, um, you know. You already know, I'm sure. So um, please go and listen to that one. And I said again, if you have questions, you're not sure, please email me. I'll get right back to you. Spiritwithus at protonmail.com. That's protonmail is P-R-O-T-O-N mail, M-A-I-L. Okay, so... Um, I would love to help you. And now I want to give you an example. The other day I was, get, I got my car. I was driving to my job. And suddenly for no reason, here it comes on me. And I said, oh no. I began a counterattack. And when I say here it comes, I meant the anxiety attack. It's for me, it feels like an icy, cold, empty spot opening up in my, the pit of my stomach. It feels empty. It feels icy cold. I can almost see in the spirit chunks of ice gathering around inside the pit of my stomach, which is opening up like a big, vast emptiness. It feels so empty, so cold, so alone. And, um, I, I wreck because it always feels that way when it's starting. I just immediately took the power in Jesus Christ and I said, oh no. And I began the counterattack as I'm driving down the road and praise God, the icy cold emptiness and fear in me, in my stomach left as quickly as it came. Now that's another point. Once you do self-deliverance and you're free, you, you're, this spirits will try to come back. As scriptures clearly teaches, they will constantly test you, not constantly. And as time goes by, it'll become less and less and less. And the periods will become longer and longer and longer in between. And sometimes if it tries to come back on me now, it's such a shock. I mean, it's been so long since I've had the victory that I'm actually surprised when it, it comes. And I say, oh, no, you know, you are not coming back to this girl. And I immediately bind them up, break their power in the name of Jesus Christ. I name them by what they're doing. You don't have to know their, quote, real name. You can name them by what they're doing, by the actions they're taking. You can say, I bind, say it's for me. I, 
I bind you spirits of fear, anxiety, emptiness, loneliness, um, icy coldness. I bind and break your power in the name of Jesus Christ right now. How dare you come back to this child of God? I don't allow it in Jesus' name. I bind and break your power and I cast you out. You go right now to the feet of Jesus for your destiny and never come back. I bind your reinforcements, moles, gang members, retribution, retaliation, and backlash spirits as well. I bind and break your power in Jesus' name and I cast you out to the feet of Jesus for your destiny. Get away from me and never come back. Father God, please fill me so full of your Holy Spirit, your soundness of mind, your peace that passes all understanding your joy, your strength, your power for living. And um, that's how I pray. And that's how I handle it. And it will leave you. I promise. I promise it will. Now, the only way reason it wouldn't is if you are living in sin. I'm just going to be honest with you. If it has a legal right of sin in your life, that, that all that means is that it's sin that you didn't confess. Sin that maybe... You don't want to acknowledge, you don't want to admit that it's there or that the thing that we're talking about is a sin. Maybe you're like, oh, that's not really a sin, is it? That's not sinful. Uh, so if you're saying something that the Holy Spirit's convicting of you, gently saying, look, that's not right. You're opening a door to the enemy. You need to confess this and renounce it. If you have a door open like that, of sin of some kind and it's unconfessed and unrepented in your life yeah then the anxiety and tormenting spirits can come back and they will because they see this open door in the spirit realm which is where they dwell and uh they come right it's like you have a welcome mat out like come on in and torture me so please 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 deal with sin in your life and i'm any kind of sin, but one of the, one of the biggest sins and one of the sins I see women tormented with anxiety. I don't, I think men are too, but they don't talk about it or make it as public because they're even more ashamed of being anxious because they're supposed to be manly men, but whatever. I think a lot of, one of the big sins that's rampant in our culture, our society, and that's almost become completely acceptable is living with someone before you're married to them. This opens the door for all kinds of tormenting spirits to come in. Depression, anxiety, fear, and all the related spirits, all the related symptoms that come with them. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It doesn't change and sin doesn't change. What is sin is still sin. And what isn't isn't. And it never changes. And deep down inside, we know the truth. And the Holy Spirit's been speaking to you, trying to convict you about it. But it could be any other sin. It could be anything that you just don't want to admit. You just don't want to give it up for one reason or another. So until you do... These doors will remain open. And if you cast the demons out, you might get temporary relief, but they'll come back because you can't close the door when you're still living in sin, unrepentant, unconfessed sin. So 
take the steps that you need to take to close that door in your life. And uh, I think you know what that is and what you need to do. So, um, yes. When I attacked in that way, and I, whenever these spirits try to come back upon you, you know all your doors are closed. You know you're walking in, in the Lord, in the light, and you're keeping your sins confessed and up to date. You're not living in any known sin. Then you have all the authority and all the power in the universe that Jesus gives you. Uh, he gave us all power over all the, uh, the enemy in Luke ten nineteen. So they leave. They have to leave. They, they absolutely have to leave. That fear has to leave. That anxiety has to leave. And uh, so I'm checking my notes here. True power. Women today want power. They want to look powerful. They want to look as powerful as men. They want to be as powerful as men. And as on the surface, I think women should be paid for the same work. They should get the same pay. And of course, and all that. But um, I think women suffer from fear, depression, anxiety. And like I said, probably men do just as much, but they don't talk about it as much as we women do. Um, the true power true power is not political power it's not gender power it's spiritual true power is spiritual power all your life springs from your heart and your spirit the bible says to guard your heart from for from it flow the wellsprings of life true power depends not on your age not on your physical fitness or your gender, but on your spirit. This body that we live in, this earthly life, will be cast off like a dried up, used up shell one day soon. Time goes fast no matter what stage of life you're at. It's the inner life that matters. It's the inner man or woman who is powerful. And if you're in Christ, you're renewed day by day, the scripture says. The outer man is growing old and, and aging, but the inner man is renewed day by day with new life, new strength, new power, new joy and peace. Everything that stems from Jesus, everything that is beautiful, lovely, warm and bright, strong and powerful and worth living for, it all is renewed day by day. And we grow stronger and stronger in Christ, not weaker and weaker. Recognize your power and acknowledge it and then use it. This is the life that Jesus gives. Victory, healing, deliverance, beauty, joy, peace, strength, and power for living. And life with him everlasting. And that's the word for today. If you need to, email me at spiritwithus at protonmail.com with any questions, and I'll be happy to help you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day in Jesus.